Gate 14 podcast. Um, just when you thought it couldn't get it any worse, it the fucking Jays make it substantially worse. But we'll start it off. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about other things first. JR, Avery, how you boys doing? How did the game go tonight? Big, huge win for the fellas. Uh, about the only good baseball I've seen in a, in a while, and that happened at Milton Sportsplex tonight. Yeah, big win, big win. After watching <laughs> that shit show happen today, we had to get our asses to the field and play ourselves. We might have played better than the Jays today. <laughs> yeah, just so the listeners know, we are recording this at fucking 11.50 p.m. Like, you want to talk about sacrifices for the fucking podcast, for the brand? Because I knew this episode was going to be a banger. People love when we were fucking melting in our tears. So th- this was going to be an automatic listen. So I, I knew I knew people were going to be ro- be dying for this episode. So we had to get it to you guys on, on the off day tomorrow. But before we get into that, there's something here that we have to talk about. So uh, there is a Shenye playing in the IVL. I actually met uh, Avery's brother uh, yesterday. Uh, what a treat that was. Substantially better looking. No, no offense. Taller. <laughs> way more athletic. Uh, yeah, just so what so. What what went into that decision for him? Did you talk him off the ledge, or like what happened there? I was uh, I was telling you guys just his his th- he thinks he's going to be making money out of this somehow. <laughs> so that was his whole thing. And I I had explained that he thinks he can profit off the gas money somehow. That just doesn't make sense. And that just and he didn't make sense. I mean, he didn't go to school for economics. That's for sure. Yeah. So. Um, but because my parent he has no money. He was at school, right? So my parents would help pay for the gas. So he thinks that he can work and weasel his way so the parents still pay for the gas, but he pockets the gas money. I said, okay, I have like, do whatever you want, buddy. Like, we'll see how yeah, that works it, out. I didn't, I'm not trying to out him. I hope my parents. Yeah, hopefully they don't this, listen. But, but uh, he's trying to make a little double, uh, double profit off of uh, the IBL. But yeah, and I will say that there's something also that I had to bring up. There is a kid, and I, t- I, d- I texted you guys this. There is a kid on the Guelph Royals. I'm not going to name his name, but this is kind of naming his name. He has a major league baseball logo tattooed on his forearm. Like he's fucking Javier Baez. One of the craziest things I've ever seen. I went into the dugout and I looked as I looked at this kid. I said to Mar, I'm like, this kid have a fucking MLB tattoo on his arm. And your brother's like, yeah, dude, that's like the first thing I noticed. It was like, this kid has an MLB tattoo. And, and people listening are like, oh, maybe he got drafted. This kid plays Juco. He hit, he hit 275 or 285 in Juco. This guy's an MLB tattoo. Like, get the fuck out of here with that. What are you doing? My brother said it has, like, a star on the logo, I, too. Like, it's not even just the perfect. I don't MLB know. Yet. I don't know what it is. And hopefully it's not something, like, uh, sentimental because I look like a dickhead. But the MLB tattoo is just, I mean, Javier Baez has one. I believe Ronald Acuna has one. And this dickhead. Like, it's just those three dudes have a fucking tattoo on them so it wasn't great but yeah i will say this though the guelph royals are going to be a wagon like that team i went to that game they are fucked they have like just all mlb guys and one guy by the way they were playing london majors and i was chirping fairzy obviously a tiktok bandit and uh (laughs) there is a guy that came out of their bullpen that played like six years in the show like he like i looked at his baseball reference like he played with jeter and a-rod like you click the name of the team and he's just there He's, he's a lefty that throws like 95 out of the bullpen. I'm like, what are you doing here? The one thing I don't really understand about the IBL is how they de- get all the Dominican players and why they have them. I, I 
that's that's the million dollar question. I ser- I, I I couldn't tell you. I seriously couldn't tell you why. Because Evan said the starter for Guelph was just yeah. Nasty. He's like yeah, a Dominican kid that played second. in the Orioles system. And how did how was that intriguing to play? Like, listen, you're playing semi pro in Canada, and you're getting just paid to live. You're getting fifty dollars a day for meals. Like, how was that intriguing to people? Uh, when who knows where they're from? Like at home though, right? It might just be such a big upgrade being here. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I mean. Let's get to the point, man. This fu- like we gotta get to the point. You're right. We got we. I, I didn't want to talk about it right off the bat, but this is this is the lowest I've felt. Like, and you said it in, in our text the other day. I genuinely can't remember the last time I was happy. Like happy as a Jays fan. Do you guys remember it? I seriously can't I remember know. it. I know. I know. It's the Vlad three home run game was the last time I had fun. Seriously, for sure. When I, and then I, at that point, I think the Jays were close with the Yankees, right? Like it was just like battling for first, and then hell hell broke loose like this is the worst i've ever felt yeah it was bad um can you guys hear me all right yeah i'm oh, yeah. by the way, way better, cutting eh? all of like the start where we we're just having a microphone discussion i'll definitely yeah that w- you know what was- youtube will definitely have it i thought every- yeah i thought that uh the mic usually on the apples are usually pretty good no so it, it was oh, terrible you're like you were wrestling around or something it was so like it was in the laundry i'm 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 sorry. How do you feel though, Very JR? Sorry. Besides the mic, how um, are you feeling? So we're watching the game, and to be honest, like shout out to Seattle's like just atmosphere was awesome though. Like I'll give it that. It felt electric there, the entire series. But um, my par- my dad and my brother were hassling me because I called them fucking idiots before the year because they said that this isn't like they were like saying like, oh yeah, they always say they're gonna have the make playoffs. I was like, do do you know how good this team is? And then just looking at what's happened, they're like, yeah, weren't you the guy saying like how like good idiots. they're going to be? And I have nothing to say. I look like a fucking idiot. Like, and the team, I can't even say like, this team isn't good just on paper. <laughs> they suck. And you know what? And I was thinking like George Springer is an all-star. Like he's hitting 250. <laughs> I, th- like, I don't get it. Like and, and runs created plus and stuff though. Yeah. But it's still, though, like even Bo, like those guys, like they all have to step up. And I know we've been talking about the pitching, but we haven't really like our hitting hasn't. Do we find we can't play a new manager but, after the all star break? I don't, that might I don't be know. Too late. Jays, ah, dude, I, I just like don't see a world where the Jays fire. They won't. Charlie. They just like, extended him. In? They just extended him. Exactly. Dude. See. When? Last, last year. year right oh yeah yeah okay no but uh, I, so a lot of people were mentioning schneider and i honestly don't hate that he seems like a pretty good like decent dude and and if you want to how different is that of a voice gonna be though for a guy working under charlie right now it can't be crazy well, they they said that about girardi with rob thompson on the phillies okay. right he, he was but the bench coach have they really changed their season around though they had They're a nice 25 and speed. 10 since he got hired okay. I, I would i would honestly i would suck a dick to go 25 and 10 I do you realize how fucking good that is? Like, when have the Jays ever been that above 500? Has that happened this year? Not even close this year, right? What, like a 15 game stretch over 500? No, like a 30 game stretch over 500, like 35 game hasn't happened. I don't have the number. And listen, I'm just defeated at this point, man. This fucking blows out. 
we even put time into this and it's just an absolute fuck and people awesome. love the fucking and this is i guarantee you this is going to be the most downloaded episode we have because this is like the depressing episode people want the, us to like fucking dr- melt in our tears like i said earlier and that's what they want us to do but listen and i know and i don't understand why there's just a weird cult out there of like it's not charlie's fault it's not charlie's fault like listen i know he's not pitching i know he's not hitting but at some point Teams, every team goes through stretches. Every single team will go on like a little losing stretch. The Jays have been on a losing stretch for it feels like a fucking month now. Like any competent manager, any competent team figures out ways to get around it. The fucking Reds figured out a way to get, they won three or four games in fucking April and they had a winning May, I'm pretty sure. So teams find ways to get around these losing stretches. The Jays just simply don't. The Jays just simply don't. And you need to make a fucking change because before it's too late, the Orioles are just the best team I've ever seen in my life. Now they're just a wagon. The Mariners have been I, they're disgusting since that angels brought. I think they've way above 500. Every team is creeping up. The Red Sox absolutely dog walked the Yankees tonight when they were down six, two, they just don't demolish the bullpen. Every team is getting better. Maybe not the Rays. I guess the Rays have been dog shit, but every team is getting better. The Jays are the only team that are playoff contenders that have been getting substantially worse as the season goes on. It's embarrassing. It's fucking pathetic. And at some point, you need to change. You, you need to make a change. And that's what you do. You change the managers. I hate to say it, but that's what you have to do. Yeah. So let's look at this from like a different scale. If we're in, if we're a Yankee, if we're the Yankees or we're the Dodgers and you have a manager that has taken the be- one of the best young cores in baseball two straight years underperform. Are they the managers of the New York Yankees or the Los Angeles Dodgers at this no. point? I, I I think it's as simple as that. Like I, under, I do understand. Actually, I don't fucking understand it. Why they're so loyal to Charlie, this front office. They also did fuck him a little bit with the bullpen. So I'm not going to say only hit, every manager makes bad bullpen decisions. Okay. It's just how it is. We have to deal with it. We like to yell at them for it. But that's just how it is. So you don't lose your job because of bullpen decisions. You lose a job because, hey, this young core, yes, they got their pl- um, a player's coach, but it doesn't fucking work. It They un- severely underperform two seasons in a row. It just doesn't work. Like we need, it's something's got to change. You're right. And I think that's where you start because you're, do you think we move one of our young pieces? No. Do you, do, is anyone okay with that? Uh, Are you, Jer? No. Did, did you guys notice that like, why like why is Kirk not hitting? Like why is he not DH? <laughs> I today? don't know. And then they put and then they pinch hit him. Like you have an off day tomorrow and he's hitting 310 and is a starter in the all-star game, and you don't play him in a time where like this is a fucking crucial must-win game, pretty much almost. Like you're trying to break out of a slump going into an off day. It'd be nice to get a win and you don't DH your this is what I'm talking about. Like, like it makes no sense, dude. It, but then you bring him in for a pinch hit. If you're giving him an off day as a catcher, you give him a fucking off day. And we mentioned that in the clip. It's like Montoya. I don't know if he's the one making the decision. I can genuinely, I genuinely can't think that he's like a puppet for Ross Atkins or something along those lines. But if I'm looking at this lineup card and I'm fucking Charlie Montoya, and let's say he didn't make it. Let's say hypothetically he didn't make this lineup card and Kirk's not there. It's like, we don't play tomorrow. We don't play tomorrow. And Kirk isn't in the fucking lineup in a game that we could potentially get swept and get pushed out of a playoff spot. 
and Kirk isn't fucking playing, it doesn't make sense. No, it makes no sense. Who who even DH today? I'm trying to think who DH. Um, because Bichette, Vlad, they were both. Oh, of course, George Springer DH. Shocked. Yeah, yeah, classic. Shocker. He ended up having a good game, so we kind of. But well, why still, can't the matter of the fact left is, field or right yeah, why field? can't he play? Also, um, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. should never DH. I look at his splits of when he DHs and when he plays first base. He hits 290 when he plays first base. He hits like 220. Really? DHs. Wow. And I mean, and we got to talk like, what the fuck is his glove saying? I, I want to yell. I, I was thinking about yelling. One time is a fluke. Two times, like, what are we he, doing? He must, like, he must prefer loose. Like lacing. That's the only way. Those gloves are so new. They're not, it's not like loose, right? Because it breaks it. It doesn't like go through the way. I don't, I, 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 that should never happen. (laughs) In the big leagues, it should never happen. You're in the big leagues. You get maybe a fluke one time because like you've used the glove a lot, but like fire Wilson, get a Rawlings glove. That looks bad on Wilson. We should. We should sue them. Troy Tolowitzki Tolowitzki used the same glove for 400 years, and I never fucking saw that. His glove looked like a fucking 1980, a glove that fucking Carlton Fisk used. It was like the most outlandish glove ever, and I never saw a ball go through his fucking glove. Like, Mm -hmm. that. when I saw that, right, I was watching the game, and I I don't know if I was – I was watching the game to the side, and I I look at him, oh, nice little double play ball by David Phelps. I turn around. Vlad, the ball is to the right of Vladdy. The glove looks dismantled and a runner scores. I'm like, what the fuck did I just witness? Like, am I watching fucking like tier three Koba? Like, what, what is this? That was, that was wild. Like, I don't understand how that happens. A big league glove, a a big league glove. They're just going to have to double lace that he's gonna have the ugliest glove of all time we're gonna when he need, has like a, a full webbing first base yeah glove. we're gonna need uh one of those og uh t- like uh those sports science videos <laughs> yeah. on vladdy's glove we need a full breakdown it was yeah the force on the leather yes. and how long it it yes based on the cows that they made it, it was from. Just, and then we need just... someone to sue wilson because they cost right, us so a game. we talk about a voice and the only other voice you can have on a baseball team is the players, right? And you got well, the coaches the and the player players. I, um, I have two things here. One, look at what um, Seattle do, does. They bring in Carlos Santana as a guy to kind of mentor, get together all the young guys. And I don't think that's a – that is something that we can do as a team as well, find an old guy to come, like, be with the young guys, have another voice, get them in shape, right? But it's just so tough. I fuck. It's so. I'm fire Charlie. It's. I fucking hate Charlie. Montero. I just. I, I just. I, I can't take it. I can't that. take it anymore. And then like, after the game, I, I was totally off my point. But it just made me. After frustrated. the game, he says <laughs> baseball's unlucky sometimes. Like, dude, Ugh, have I'm some fucking me. feel, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, just to say baseball is unlucky at certain times. This and that. Like, just take accountability and say. These guys don't give a flying fuck what I say anymore. I'm tuned out. I'm resigning. Uh, like that's the only <laughs> thing that you could fucking say. It's it's crazy to me. And and the, the fire tr- like and I was mentioning this earlier, man. There's just a cult out there that of people that are like, don't fire Charlie Montoyo. 
don't do this, don't do this. There's a Blue Jay Center live, yeah. right? What did they yeah, say? the Blue Jay Center live. One fucking kid who's the dumbest human I've ever seen in my life, no disrespect, <laughs> said, this has been the best year of decision-making for Charlie Montoyo. I blew a gasket in that live. I flooded that live. And then, and listen, the people saying Charlie Montoyo wasn't gifted, like he doesn't have, um, like he doesn't have a lot to work with. What? What? Mm-hmm. George Springer, Bo Bichette, Vladdy Guerrero Jr., Santiago Espinal, Alejandro Kirk. You have all these guys and you weren't given a lot to work with? What are you talking about? You didn't even say Lourdes and, and Lourdes, Oscar, and people are saying, oh, he wasn't given a lot to work with. The personnels might be a problem. What? Like, no other teams go through injury problems in baseball, just the Jays? Like, other teams go through injury problems, and they work around it. And also, like, a, a small factor, this has to obviously go towards Ross Atkins. And I want to go back to when I thought this team was going to be a World Series contender and slap myself in the fucking face. Because how did I... Look at this roster. Look at this fucking bullpen and genuinely think this team could compete with the Dodgers, an Astros, a Yankees, a Red Sox, I guess you could say now. How did I think this? Am I the dumbest fucking human ever? Like, I genuinely, I genuinely might be because I looked at this roster and I was like, it's World Series. It's AL Champs. It's World Series. That's what it is. And this bullpen has fucking Trevor Richards and Simber as your eighth inning guy. And I, I, my dumb fuck ass thought, oh, this is a, this is a world series team. What was I thinking? We, uh, yeah, I, I thought we'd run away with division for being honest. No, I think there's close. Closer. The chase aren't even close. We better. We're almost in last place. We, we almost in last place in the, we better be praying for over 500 at this point. Have we won a game after a players only meeting? No. I'm excited for the. What do they say at this point? The Jays are two. I don't know. Wait. The Jays are, yeah, the Jays are two games ahead of the Baltimore Orioles, a team that I genuinely thought before this year started was going to be like the worst team in the history of baseball. The Jays are two games ahead of them. JR is right now, if you're looking at both of these teams, who do you genuinely think, like, at the end of the year, we'll be in a higher spot just based off of the longevity, the gel together, the like how they're managed, the bullpen. Who do you who are you taking right now? The Orioles or the Jays? Just based off of the structure of each team. And the Orioles have massive prospects coming up too. Uh I gotta go Jays. I still think I still think we're just a better team than them. I'm taking us over them, but saying that, um, uh, we we just need to, we need a, we need a strat we need to battle out of this and we talked about this before the year we said when shit hits the fan is Charlie going to be able to step up and keep people accountable and it's looking like this is going to be the deciding factor I think he could get fired he could potentially get canned I'm starting to believe he might but this is like what we talked about before the year man these these times were going to come and now they're here. So it just depends on what's his structure like from a management side of things with the players. But it seems like, I don't know, man, like how did they take that guy serious? They, they don't, that's the issue. Someone needs to be, we need a fucking dog managing our team. Like we've said that too, especially with these young guys being all friendly and shit. And with the players that shit doesn't fly in the majors. And listen, I'm going to, I want to reference like, 
for instance, John Gibbons, in my opinion, mm-hmm. he was that guy that was a player's coach, you could say, but a guy that would also fucking go toe-to-toe with Josh Donaldson. Do you remember when him and Josh Donaldson fought? Do you remember when him, like, him and Josh Donaldson had a legit full-on, close to fucking bow, like, throwing elbows, separated fist fight in the dugout? Do you think Charlie Montoya's doing that? In my mind, if I'm a player, I love a manager that's ready to fucking... If I, if I fuck around, he's going toe-to-toe with me. Mm-hmm. If, I, if I'm not swinging 2-0, if I'm not running, running through bases, if I'm not tagging up properly, if I'm lazy on the base pass, he's, if I get to that dugout, I know for a damn fucking fact he's going toe-to-toe with me. You think Charlie Montoyo's getting in people's ears? If they're not doing shit correctly, no fucking chance. I've never seen one video of Charlie Montoyo go up to a player and go face to face with them and like pretty much say to one of these young guys, what the fuck are you doing? What the Mm -hmm. fuck are you doing? Has that happened? No. Other managers do that shit. Tony La Russa does that shit. Although he's fucking terrible. He does that shit. Terry Francona does that shit. That Guardians team has no business being that as good as they are right now. Imagine if we had Terry... As our manager, man, like just it's think about dream. it. That's my that's my literal dream. Like the Guardians, like we we're talking about that team. Like we are way better than that team on paper. Yeah, yeah. Like let's look at all the top teams in baseball. Okay, let's look at all the top teams. And everyone mm-hmm. mentions this. Oh, we need new school managers now that are player friendly. That's just the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Aaron Boone. I wouldn't say he's that player friendly of a dude. Alex Cora. No. Definitely not that player friendly. Uh, who else? Terry Francona, who I mentioned. I wouldn't say he's that mm-hmm. player friendly. More of an old school type of guy. Dusty Baker, the definition of a fucking old school guy. He manages one of the best teams in baseball, in my opinion. In my opinion, the team that's going to win the World Series here is the Houston Astros. They're one of the most impressive teams I've seen. They lose Carlos Correa. They get Jeremy Pena. Nothing happens. Like, that's it. Just boom. Don't, don't miss a step. I genuinely do think that this fucking stupid narrative that we need these Oh, like we just need these guys that are just more player friendly that aren't going to get in people's ears. Dave Roberts, for example, that's another guy I'd run through a fucking brick wall with. He's the manager of the best team in the national league or one of the best teams in the national league. Sorry. None of these managers are even anywhere near the personality range of Charlie Montoyo. Am I wrong to say that? I, th- I think Dave Dave's close to him. Who do you think is the friendliest so manager it. in the ba- in baseball? I mean, the conversation has to be Charlie's up there. Is he the friendliest Dude, I would fucking die for Buck Walter. This guy's so electric. He was just... And when the Jays picked up Montoyo, I'm pretty sure Buck Walter was just a free... Like, uh, I didn't have a job. There was It was the bridge guy, right? That's what it was supposed to be. And we're keeping our bridge guy for what shouldn't be the bridge season. It should be mm-hmm. where we try and win a championship. Yeah, he was... So. You're right, Dave. Like, he was supposed to be the guy that just, like like helps develop these players and but when push came to shove like i don't think the plan was ever for him to be the guy wasn't he a bench or he bench was a coach yeah, of the raise, minor league raise co- yeah bench coach yeah, forever this coach. is his first time being a manager if i'm not mistaken like from the jays gave him his first ever gig yeah yeah it it, it doesn't make any fucking it, sense it really i mean doesn't. i could see charlie as a secondary role being good at it but like this is different like you're the guy now when people shit hit the hits the fan people look at you and like i just don't think he has it do you think it's on the front office oh 100 percent. they gotta make a well, move man grow a pair of nuts saying they, more that if they keep the guy there the blame's not on them it's like oh 100 uh, i mean 
We're not getting rid of Shapiro though, and the and the boys. I don't think they've done a bad job. No, it's a bullpen. That's they've, they, they've been terrible with the pieces. bullpen, man. And there's there's also more to it, right? Like Shapiro has a huge, huge say in like they believe in his vision for the actual business side of things, right? Of how he runs stuff. But at so, some like, point, and le- and I saw this actually on TSN radio. At some point, you have to be willing to make a decision that it's going to be tough for you to stomach. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to be able to make a decision where you look back on it and you're like, this is just strictly for business. A decision like firing Mike Babcock, right? That was a decision yeah. where I was like, listen, this is business decision. Is he a good coach? Sure. He's a great track record, multiple Stanley Cups. That's a business decision. You could like the guy. Charlie Montoya might be the best dude off the field I've seen manager-wise. He loves, he loves the city. He loves playing. Like loves being a part of the Blue Jays. At some point, you have to make that uncomfortable decision and just fire a guy. Like, it doesn't matter. He's underperforming. This team, the World Series favorites, or one of the World Series favorites, easily a favorite in the American League. And this team is potentially going to go into the All-Star break under 500 or or 500. They're going to potentially go into the All-Star break at 500 or around it. After we were 10 games over 500 two weeks ago. It's pathetic. Like how could you, how could Shapiro and Atkins like look at this and be like, oh, this is fine. You gotta shake things up, dude. Like you have to shake things up. And Charlie Mo- is the is the best time to do it though, like before the all-star break. Or I think like it's just after. gonna have to be the best time to do it was the off-season for fuck's sakes. Yeah, no. And I, I don't know, man. Like and, and listen, I, I I don't have all the answers for it, but there's one guy that I don't know if he's willing to come back. I mean, he managed two years ago in, in 2019. Why not give Bruce Bochy a chance, man? Like, the guys won fucking three World Series. You think that guy doesn't know what the, what it takes to fucking win a World Series? I just yeah, don't know if he'd want to come he to said Canada. He's out. He, he yeah. said he's out? He's just, like, retired. He's good. Pretty sure. Oh, really? If you give a guy a bag, he'll come back, I bet. Well, you can't give him a bag, unfortunately, because you paid fucking Charlie Montoya. So you, you, you have two managers on the books, right? Yeah, I'll I'll help pay. I it. would that would just piss me off, man. Knowing we fired we we fired Charlie, man. He's laughing, dude. He's still getting paid for how how many years did we sign him for? I, I'm per- probably probably another one. And ah, uh, dude, yeah. it's like I, I'm just looking at it. It's like, dude, like these managers aren't really that intriguing. Like they really aren't. I I mean, at least hire a guy that is like has a track record of being a fucking manager, dude. Like Charlie. <laughs> Charlie Montoya was supposed to be, like you guys mentioned, a bridge guy, development guy. That's what he does. Like, he just develops players. And he's not a guy that you – it just – I'm just so aggravated with it, man. I just don't know what's going to happen here with this team. But he – he, yeah, this is the first time he's ever managed is with the Blue Jays. It's fucking absurd, man. Yeah, I don't know what's going to happen, man. They might have a plan, but, I mean – They don't have a plan, let's be honest. Yeah, let's – what are we saying the deadline is like if they do think they're firing him when 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 do you guys think he'd get fired by all-star break i think it's got to be soon i think it makes sense to like fire him before the all-star break so that new manager can get settled in like that's pretty much four days off to get get your shit together i'm pretty sure it's a week off a week for um they play sunday and then they play Friday. Oh, okay okay Close to so you would give the guy like five days on thursday but i think what they would do is they would let charlie know but not go public with it bring the guy in 
and then announce it like after the all-star break so that it's not a talking point with these players at the all-star game. Do you think it actually brings someone from out of? Yes. A hundred percent. We're not, we're not promoting someone internally. Interim. No, I think they do it internally, interim manager. I really do. I, what? Yeah. I could see a scenario. I, that's like not going to do anything. The, the Phillies made a blueprint. The I Phillies agree. made that's the blueprint I... of it, though, man. Look at their success. 25. I know, I know. But we don't, do we have do we have a guy? Pete Walker? Rob Schneider, maybe? I don't know his story. Everyone seems to love that guy. I just like, I just and, and dude, you want to talk about a dude that's like, dude, I, I can't believe I just said Rob Schneider. That's a fucking actor and grownups. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I didn't even bat an eye at that. Yeah, that's like, the actor that in Grown Ups. Sure. I don't even know what the J is. I don't know what it is. John Schneider. You know what? Maybe, maybe I'm warm enough to the idea of promoting. I mean, it, at least it's It something. is John Schneider. I, I don't know why he keeps saying Ron. It's unbelievably weird. We need Rob Schneider, man. That should be the episode <laughs> fucking graphic. And, dude, and you want to talk about old school guys that are willing to get in players' ears. I mean, Pete Walker's that guy, right? He's been here for a long time. He's seen the blueprint. I don't hate the people. You might go to the Tony Larusa School of Managing. You get a DUI, then you get yeah, a man, you a world. The DUI would come up again, though. You know that. That conversation just would just know, that man. would just open that book again. That uh, the, the 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 decision that Shapiro and Atkins have is just it's crazy. I, I don't know. God, it's their fault though. I, fuck I would love for... to be a fly on the wall just to see what. Do you thinking. think they look at Bango Boy or whatever the fuck he's playing and like <laughs> bongo? <laughs> They're like, this dude, I like, I'm not willing to run through a fucking brick wall for this dude. Right. <laughs> it's like, I, you want a guy like you fear playing for, but you also like respect, yeah, you know, that's the best when you like, when you want to impress him, like you want to play for like good for him. But like, if you're not scared, a little bit scared of your coach. You just don't play. You think you think fucking some of these other guys like these massive managers like friends like Terry Francona is quoting after a game after a one in nine in the last 10 saying, man, we've had some bad bounces. What? There's no fucking accountability with that at all. It's just where does like the accountability go for that? And it just seems like is Charlie want to start bringing up the narrative. Is Charlie Montoyo racist? Because the only dude that he fucking roasts is Kikuchi. I've never heard him ever roast the bullpen. Have you guys? You think we could get him, Jared? Do you think we could get him fired for cause by saying he's racist? Uh, that would be hard. That would be very hard. <laughs> it's crazy, man. Like this team, it's just not even anywhere near what I thought. It was. How how much worse can it get? Do you think? What if we get swept this whole next week? I will say this: the Phillies don't have half their team playing. I already like I, I like because uh, obviously vaccine. Yeah, so like Garrett Stubbs is playing both games. JT Realmuto is not playing. I don't think Schwarber's playing. Alec Baum's not playing. Um, obviously Brad Hand not playing. Um, who else? There's another guy in their bullpen. Brad Corey Kniebel. They, they'd probably make a video for Brad Hand. Yeah, exactly. Corey Kniebel won't be playing. Like they're missing a ton of dudes. <laughs> like. It, they're all not. They're all not. Vaccinated? Yeah, they're all not vaccinated. They have like. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's like. I think it's seven or eight dudes that aren't playing. So if the Jays don't beat the the, the shorthanded Phillies with the the Redding, the Redding Phillies? Phillies, we have problems. Mm-hmm. We have issues, serious issues. Like that team is going to be pretty. Like if their whole team's not playing, like who's going to play third? I, I don't even know who's going to play there. Bryson's usually at second or short. Didi's going to be the other way around. 
I, it's crazy to me. I, if the Jays don't sweep the Phillies this week, we have fucking problems, dude. Holy Christ. Like, Gosman will be back. Right? Yeah. Gosman will be back Tuesday. Um, and we got to talk about that. Max Castillo wasn't that bad today. Mm-hmm. Well, he came in the game on Friday. Yeah. Right? He did three. And I was infuriated <laughs> as to how we use Max Castillo. What the fuck are we doing? Can no one see talent in this fucking front office? It has to hit you right in the fucking face to see a good arm. We are wasting him in the bullpen. It makes no sense. Like, sure, four and a third, he kind of got a little beat up by the end of it, a little tired. He's at 50-something pitches. He could have gone longer, I think. Let him take his lumps, but it makes he should be taking Kikuchi starts at this point. And if he doesn't, I... Let's read Max Castillo's freak. stat line uh, when he was fresh with four off days. Three innings, one hit, five punchies. They put him in in a game when they were down, eight to three. That's when they put him in. Eight to fucking three, you put in a guy with a sub one whip. A sub one whip. His whip is .89. And this guy, and you start Thomas fucking Hatch on Saturday? Last week, that's what I'm talking about with Charlie, man. That's what I'm talking about. I don't know if it's him making that decision. Whoever made that decision should be fucking executed, fired mm-hmm. for starting Thomas Hatch when you have Max Castillo on full rest right there, standing right there in your fucking bullpen with a sub three ERA, I believe it's at, a sub one whip, and let's throw Thomas Hatch. Why not? Let's throw a guy with a six ERA and AAA. That's what I'm talking about with the managerial decisions that change games. That's exactly what I'm talking about. It's I, I can't argue with it. It's, it makes no sense. Um, the numbers for Max Castillo look pretty good, too. Obviously, the 230 ERA. Numbers, yeah, 083 whip over strikeout per inning. We don't have that really well, let's No, else, no, right? let's, start, let's start Thomas Hatch. Let's start Thomas Hatch last Saturday. Or let's put Castillo in a game. The Jays are down 8-3, to three, a, a, a meaningless game. Let's waste his arm. Does Charlie Montoyo or, hate uh, Max Casey, Casey Lawrence? I just, oh my god! And dude, Adam Simber, what the fuck is this dude doing? Holy, it's crazy! You how you can't win with guys who throw eighty six. No, you can't do it. it. Legit, Johnny put the picture of him with Jays with runners in scoring position. The picture should be my college picture of the Blue Jays bullpen. I guess the exact same fucking thing. I can't, I can't, I can't believe it. I, I, I seriously can't believe it. Like, and I, I don't know, man. It's just you, Max Castillo. I'm gonna die on this hill that Max Castillo is deserves it. Like, uh, always gets the short end of the stick with this team because he does. And you want to talk another guy that the Jays just punted in the minor leagues. And I'm being biased because I'm having him on the podcast this week. Brian Baker on the Baltimore Orioles, throws 97 to 99 with just absolutely fucked off speed. And he's a pretty decent contributor in that bullpen. He was on the Jays last year. Shmalia, we just, I don't get it. No, we done a bad, I don't know who needs to get, I might be the scouts, some sort of scout issue on the Jays, but. We need to fire up the job description and get going on, on hiring again, eh? Eve. I'll put my name in if put I have to do it. Put your name in Gate the hat, 14. 
Mm-hmm. You should, man. Cause like right now it seems like a eight year olds running that program. God, they can't figure out shit from shit. I can't. I, I, it's like, it's the most sickening thing of all time. And by the way, boys, like I got, I was thinking about doing this for the OBJ guys. Like they mentioned on the Instagram live cause they're all going to school and shit. Right. We got to make a flag. Like, cause they want yeah, to, they, they want to hang our flag. They like, they want to hang like the gate 14 flag in all their dorm rooms and shit. Like all those kids. I think a f- we can get, we can do uh Alibaba. Okay. Guys, I'm, I can't, I can't take on this project. Unfortunately, custom After flag printing. I'll get it done. And I'm wearing second. the sample guys. You guys can't even see the fucking logo. It's under the armpit. <laughs> I think someone else should take this. I might be on suspension. For now, I apologize. I'll figure out the flag situation. <laughs> um, I think that would be electric, just like yeah, a, just navy blue, right? And then the logo, yeah, it's simple, right? mm-hmm. simple, yeah, simple. Or because majority of our listeners are Canadian, you could do the Canadian flag, but like instead of mm-hmm. red from the both outside, it's blue, and then the white, and then our logo where the Canada, like where the oh, that would be cool. Yeah, listen, okay, that would be cool. that'd be sick too. So yeah, we'll figure something out. But I just yeah, I. Whatever to get our mind off of what the fuck we've watched. Yeah, let's just and let's try and think positive. We here all for one said second. everyone say something positive. We all said split, which is crazy. Jared, I don't mind your. Uh, I don't mind the samples. That's something positive. That's just the. That's a lie. That's just not okay. even true. That's <laughs> just that defeats lie. the purpose of this exercise. Really uh, really yeah. Well, uh, yeah. I mean, we could say something positive. We can go into that, but. I want to see Johnny because a lot of people talk about how Johnny's always negative. So there's nothing, nothing positive. It's like that meme where it's like, uh, have you seen that Facebook comment? Why? Are, hey, bro, why aren't you smiling? What's there to smile about? Or what's that? Meme? Oh, the Kobe, the Kobe, no, the no, Kobe no, no, thing. No. There's a meme where it's like this Facebook comment of this old guy with the bald head. The meme I was talking about was uh, it's it's this Facebook comment of this old dude. Someone commented. A smile might be good. He said, nothing to smile about in my life. If that doesn't describe the Toronto Blue Jays, a Toronto Blue Jays fan, I genuinely don't know what will. I seriously don't know what will. That's like the definition of what it is right now to be a Blue Jays fan. And you know what's bad? When our guys over at Blue Jays Center are tweeting, like, fire, like, that's it. Fire Montoya. I don't want him, like, I don't want him anywhere near this team. Mm-hmm. That, I thought that's you got the you login know. when I saw that. It was crazy. <laughs> I was like, oh, fuck. But yeah, I was pretty mad in their Instagram live. Like I was just, I actually at one point said, if this kid is back in another Instagram live for Blue Jay Center, I'm unfollowing. (laughs) Yeah, it was bad. I I was like 2 a.m. It was right after the Jays lost. And I was just like, I'm going to fucking lose my shit on someone right now. And unfortunately, that kid was the recipient. But Even, uh, even worse, though, is that more than 50 probably more than 60 percent of fans were jays at this place what, what a and sad performance what a though. fucking sh- like you put on a like come on that's gotta amp you up a little bit like that would amp the shit out of me like you go into a visitor's field and it's just fucking a sea of blue and they said like they could feel the energy and you oh, fucking they felt get it all swept. Right. They felt the energy swept by a team that <laughs> sure they're hot but like come on is that our first sweep of the year like getting swept. No, I'm sure there's been others. I'm sure there's been others. I'll tell you that much. I'm pretty sure the Yankees swept the Jays. Um, so imagine being a British Columbia Blue Jays fan. You have those dates circled on your calendar. You spend what a thousand dollars for the four or five days, four or five, four or five day trip. Because obviously you're not leaving after the game. 
You might, you might, you might be. You wait at the border for multiple hours. You buy tickets. Like, yeah, it's probably about a fifteen hundred dollar trip, right? Mm-hmm. Around there for all that stuff, the food, the meals. I just said food and meals, and and that's the performance you see. You zero for four, nightmare fuel. It's bad, man. Those are probably Christmas gifts. Some of them. Oh my God! What's there to smile about? <laughs> Nothing happy in my life right now. That's the definition of it. <laughs> just an absolute fucking nightmare happened at that Safeco field this weekend. And and boys, Julio Rodriguez is incredible. He awesome is. Watch, man. He is special. The speed <sighs> just puts so much more stuff into play yes. too. Mm-hmm. Man, yeah, that team is going to be good for a long period of time. And I, 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 there's not, I can't be optimistic about this team right now. I'll be honest, fellas. It's, it's, it's terrible. It's, who would you rather have? Like, if today I told you for the next five years, you could have the Jays team or the Mariners team, who would you pick? The Jays. I think. Probably the Jays. I, cause like I said, there's so many gaps there, guys that you don't know are going to come back, right? Like, yeah. Eugenio Suarez. He's not really that good. He's kind of getting old now too. Uh, who else? Jesse Winker's not. You might. You don't know if he's going to sign back there after his arbitration or whatever. Um, who knows if Kalenic will ever actually pan out? Yeah, that trade good. was terrible, by mm-hmm. the way. Edwin Diaz is so fucking good. That trade was terrible. But uh, yeah, no, it, it was a terrible weekend to say the least. And uh, and to make matters worse, I'm looking at the matchups for this week. Jay's got Zach Wheeler Wednesday. Oh, oh god that's the game i want to go to by the way yeah i'll We're text bryson um okay. and you want to talk about me being Flex. a mush you want to talk about me being a mush uh so jonathan heasley the guy on the royals who i said i was obviously gonna be spending the next four like four or five days with like when he, they come here gets hurt saturday no yeah gets hurt saturday no. right for our right shoulder tightness or something like that he's like terrible timing sorry pal you hate to see it but anyways, Amir Garrett will be here. That's another one of my boys. So I'll be hanging out with him at least to say the least with that. But I was honestly looking forward to watching Heasley pitch, especially carve up this Jays. Like I, I was going to tell him like, listen, dude, like just throw cock shot fastballs. Like this team can hit a fucking beach ball. You're working on the game plan now. <laughs> it's like, I, I'm trying to just be like, listen, just like get like, throw us a bone, please. <laughs> like, throw us a fucking bone. Oh, Avery, I want you to go more in depth though on that Vladdy's those Vladdy stats because that's actually a good point. Because because yeah, you think right, you think like the manager would have an idea on the splits because obviously this team has now turned analytical. I guess you could say with that, with uh, sitting uh, the MVP of the team on a game that where you could get sweep swept. But yeah, Avery, I want let's go into that. So what are Vladdy's splits? DH to when he's playing first base because that th- those are oh, yeah. absurd this year um when he dhs he hits 233 hmm. and when he is playing first base he hits 282 so let's dh him some more huh let's <laughs> l- let's dh him charlie why not yeah no that's, that's i weird. think it's the whole aspect of like just feeling like you're a part of the game like i feel like that's why he's so much more successful at first base he hits wrong three, he hits 302 against the shift and 265 without it no, I don't think that's crazy to say. I think it's like a thing. I've heard people that say they'd they'd rather they'd rather play the field. They hit better when they're in the field because it feels like they're more in the yeah, game. You're locked in for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or do you hit better when you pinch hit in like the fourth or fifth inning? <laughs> that is the worst. 
no. the most charming. I don't think anyone's like, other than Matt Stairs, is like, I love to pinch hit. Like that's my favorite <laughs> thing to do. Dude, and and uh, and people are gonna like. Well, I'm recording this in my fucking laundry room right now. Like, is you there any talk- reason uh, why? Uh, because <laughs> in my room right now, uh, my girlfriend's sleeping in the bed, so I'm like, obviously, I get worked up and just fucking scream at an uncontrollable rate <laughs> about this team. So I don't want to wake her up. Yeah. And obviously, and this is like a secluded area in my house. I might okay. sleep here. I might crash here. I might put, grab some pillows, just fucking sleep here and cry about the Toronto Blue Jays. That's what I might be doing. That's dedication. Oh, my God. Right I found something even worse. Oh, no. Um, Georgie. George Springer hits 162 when he DHs and 285 when he plays center field. Jesus. <laughs> Part of me. So it's like, can we look at the numbers if we're going to actually be analytically driven? Mm-hmm. Sure, it's just average. But <laughs> And today, bumped the shit out of that because he went two for four, I think. He, he had a good game today. He has 11 hits in 81 at-bats. 68 at-bats. As a DH. And, and the Jays just continue to throw this guy out there as a DH. I, I can't deal with it. <laughs> Brutal. 11 of his or five of his 11 hits when he DHs are home runs. Avery, what was that stat you brought up about uh, the Jays uh, bullpen? The worst in baseball since June uh, 12th or whatever? What was that? <laughs> I've sent you guys so much shit. I don't oh, okay. Know. No, I, no, you don't have to actually like say it, but it was something along those lines, right? On, Dave. It was yeah, something no. along those lines, right? The Jays have the worst bullpen since June whatever. Like June 12th, I believe it, it is. I believe it. I'm pretty sure we're bottom 10 bullpen right now. Yeah, no, we're Just six. We're, no, we're six. We're six worse. Um, and we got to give our flowers to a guy that we've been on the fucking train with for God knows how long. A guy that wears black shoes, the white uniform. We got to talk about Matthew Gage, folks. This guy has thrown 13 innings, 1.38 ERA. Let's send him down, too. Huh? <laughs> I don't understand. Like, we have the six worst bullpen in the majors, and we're sending down guys we're who decent. just no reason to send them down with an under two ERA. Just makes no sense. Under two, under fucking 1.20, 1.13, this fucking guy. It, it's, lot, it's like. When you're trying to find a dude, you're trying to find a guy. You're actively right now. The Jays are trying to find a guy, and you send him down. Like what? Like a guy who's why? been doing his job. It's not like yeah. He, sure, he's not a flamethrower. His stuff's not fucking crazy good. Mm-hmm. But it's like you've done your job. When people ask you to do your job, what more can you want from this guy? I, I really don't get actively it. And, have people and, selling. And, and we're talking about Matthew Gage here. So Matthew Gage in the month of June had a .87 ERA. You know what happens July 4th, four days after the month of June? He gets sent down to Buffalo. What? <laughs> no sense. Makes no sense. It's like, it's like, are the Jays actively tanking? Like, if you're in this bullpen and you're doing decent, it's like, am I going to get sent down? Like, is that a the real better you pitch, the more of a chance you have to be sent down in this bullpen? Like Max Castillo. Hey, yeah. man, I, I have a sub three ERA um, and a sub one whip. Are the Toronto Blue Jays going to send me down? Are the Jays going to not make me start games? It's crazy to me, dude. Wow. I'll, uh, 
have a David Phelps quote I sent to you guys today. Um, I did think that the Julia Budzinski thing maybe played a part in this. And we did say that, yeah, you have time to grieve, but like we still got to try and win games here. But you guys, this is what he said to obviously report out of the game. I think there's a lot of us whose hearts are still with Bud and his family. We got that news and all of a sudden we get the news and it's a West Coast road trip. Been a grind, but at the end of the day, nobody's going to feel sorry for us. Nobody's going to get it get through it other than ourselves. And he said like several of the players are going to be in Virginia tomorrow for the funeral and all that stuff. So maybe it's played more of a part than we know, but yeah. But at the end of the day, man, it's like, at the end of the day you have to play for at the end of the day. Him. It's like, you have to play for him and not like, cause do you imagine how bad, but feels obviously his daughter's gone, bro. Like he lost his kid and to top it off. It's like, man, I leave the G I leave my job and the team I coach is, not performing and mm-hmm. I, he has that on his shoulders as well it's terrible like i at some point man it's like dude it's like i know it's te- it's a horrible horrible situation but at some point and, and honestly the players using that as an excuse still like maybe they do feel that way but if they genuinely genuinely are just using this as an excuse like fuck you dude like obviously it's a terrible situation and you can't you you can't be using that as an excuse the weeks and weeks after. I do know it's a ter- it, it sucks. Like I feel horrible because it's a, it's a, it's such a weird part uh, like to have a coach like have to bury their kid, which is just a terrible situation. Like I just feel bad for him, and I feel bad like obviously the weight in his shoulders. He leaves the team and they go one and nine. You know, it's like fuck, man. I I couldn't imagine how terrible he feels, but. Hopefully after the after the funeral and stuff like that, hopefully he comes back and the Jays figure it out. But man, this was I you can look at it from every single angle, make as many excuses as you want. This is just inexcusable. Mm-hmm. Like uh, it's inexcusable. It really is. Like there's just no excuse for what the Toronto Blue Jays did this week. Okay. They lost a series to the Oakland A's. To the Oakland A's. Let's bet. Over under Charlie Montoyo makes it. 25 and a half more days. So what would that leave us to? Let's do a month. Just do a month. August okay. 11th. So does Charlie Montoya make it to August 11th? If the Jays lose this, if the Jays get swept by the Phillies, no chance. I generally don't think so. Yeah. If this week is a, if this is a losing week, he should be gone. I believe. Seriously, it should be like it, it, it's at some point you need a new voice. Plain and simple. I, mm-hmm. you, you can blame Charlie Montoya. You can hate Charlie Montoya. You can be a Charlie Montoya stand. But at some point you need a new fucking voice in there, like a guy that's going to be at least stern or just a different perspective on how he manages. Maybe a guy that's not as much of a player coach as he is. I don't know. But the Jays got to figure it out as soon as humanly possible. But uh, I guess we'll, yeah, we'll break down this Phillies series because I, I believe the next time we'll talk will be – after game one against the Royals, the Royals suck. Holy fuck, they suck. Just leave Andrew Benatendi in Toronto. Yeah, just leave him down here. Fuck it. Let's leave uh, leave Andrew Benatendi down here. But that Philly series, I got a bad feeling. I got a terrible feeling about it. Terrible. Barrios game one, Zach Wheeler game two. Don't like it at all. At all. We get swept. You're saying a sweep. You're saying a sweep. You're saying it continues. Yep. Come on, Chen. What's there? What's there to smile about? 
<laughs> yeah, I guess. So you you think they get swept? I'll I'll say a split. I'm gonna try to be positive. I'll say a split. And you and you want to talk about positive Johnny before we get to JR's prediction? The Jays were in this position. The, the Jays are in a better position now at this point than they were last year. Positive vibes right there. There's a positive vibe for everyone fucking chirp me in the comments. Um, They're chirping you hard. Yeah, and saying I'm negative and shit. But uh, yeah, Jays are in a better spot than they were last year. And actually, last year they missed the playoffs. So congrats. <laughs> so I guess we'll miss the Jays will miss the playoffs this year. Expanded they, playoffs. They so. spot. Expanded playoffs. Yeah, yeah expanded on. playoffs. I'm excited for the extended ex- extended playoffs. Jays get swept. Uh, God, if we don't make playoffs and it's fucking expanded, that's so fucking <laughs> embarrassing. Yeah, that'll be terrible. That'll be absolutely terrible. But uh, yeah, Jared, what's your prediction for the Philly series? In game one of the Royals, so you got to predict that as well. I am going three one. What? I, I feel good. I mean, yeah, I, we only play that, two against the Phil. What? What is wait, three and one? You mean yeah, two? We play two against the Phillies, one against the Royals. Okay, I meant two and one. Yeah, that's fine. That's a that's a that's a decent prediction. I mean, we should. I mean, there's if we don't go two and one, we're in shambles here. If we if the Jays get swept by a Phillies team without any of their star, like oh. Kyle Schwarber is the best hitter ever right now. He has 28 nukes. Mm-hmm. If the Jays don't beat a team without half of these guys, and I could be wrong on these guys not playing, I'm pretty sure that like that's the word it's a that huge, I got. It's real- a huge difference. Look what we did to the Red Sox without some of their guys, right? Yeah, just their bullpen guys, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. like it, it does make like it's fucking huge. So I think that we, and plus the, you, you got to think the Jays, if they're going to that, like you said, Johnny, they're going to Virginia. Some of the players like. You think coach isn't gonna fucking tell him a pep talk there to fucking how many well how many team meetings do we need here? That's the real question. No, he'll he'll fucking get in their ears. I also think this is probably like like the whole thing is so bad, like and and it's it's like really a shame, but like this has to affect the front office and their decision to fire people, right? Like coach is gone, like do you fire Charlie? Maybe this hit him harder than like it definitely probably hit probably Charlie a little bit harder than the players because he's with the coach like literally every day. Um, players are too, but Charlie's probably a little closer. So like it'd be like, would the front office probably think like, are we gonna get backlash? Like if we fire him, like are we firing like? It's a business decision right? at the it's, end of the day, dude. They're in a really shitty situation. It's a really just unfortunate situation unfortunately it's a business decision you yeah. either no, you yeah, either continue mediocrity and let the baltimore orioles move ahead of you mm-hmm. or you fucking put your balls in your hand and you fire this motherfucker like you yeah. should that's it that's like yeah. that's how i want to like describe what the decision is and hopefully he's gone and i don't know if they're going to be able to find someone better but this is my checklist right now for the toronto blue jays all right fire charlie montoya Add arms in the bullpen. Add a starter. Those are the three checkpoints that I want before the trade deadline in August. I want Charlie Montoyo gone. I want at least show that you care about this bullpen, right? Keep Matt Gage up. Let Castillo start. All that type of shit. Get a get a starting pitcher, maybe that a veteran presence, right? A guy that's a vet that's that's had success. And people are gonna say Sergio Romo. No. That, that he throws 82 that I don't want. Like, that's not a vet presence that I want. So that's what you fucking do. And that's the checklist to be successful. New manager, bullpen arm, two or two, and a starter. 
That's how you be successful. And you are willing to give up Groshans. You're willing to give up these guys because this is win now mode. We don't have this core for a long period of time. We only got two years left with these guys. Not for what we're paying these guys right now, too. Yeah, two years left with these mm-hmm. guys. So it's time to figure it the fuck out now or we're done. It's, it's done. Or we're just going to have another poverty team in the next two years. Yeah. There it is. I got nothing left. Yeah. So um, anyway, so we'll end it on that. Uh, so if anyone wants hoodies with fucking a logo in their armpit, uh, we got you. <laughs> also, um, we got you guys. People were asking us to show them. So there you can see it right here on the live. I will be getting my guys over at We Print What You Want free ad for them. They'll get it done for us. They'll get there. They, they do some good shit. DTG. So we'll, we'll get, uh, we'll get them to figure it out for us. But um, yeah, like I said, man, major shout out to the Ontario blue Jays boys for that live. That was electric. Mm-hmm. We got like just team Canada guys joining and shit. Miles Naylor was, it It was electric. So shout out to those guys and uh, fuck the IBL. The youth, Johnny fuck the IBL. And uh, that's about it. As and if any, you were in the dugout though. Eh? Well, I wasn't in the dugout after the game. I walked like, past it i was talking to the boys okay, okay. but uh yeah there was a there was a fan that got kicked out of the my IBL brother was game telling me the story too four times wait four times during the same game yeah he got kicked out four times he kept saying like he kept talking in between pitches like screaming like this is the biggest game of the year i fucking <laughs> love the guelph royals he's <laughs> like old was this guy he 30s 40s he was fucked up and he had like a miller light in his hand and um the owner comes up to or not the owner like the like the manager and he's like are you drinking like you're not allowed to have alcohol on here he's like no i'm not fucking drinking i'm not fucking drinking all this shit and he kept like just calling the pitcher's name like andrew case former blue jay was on the mound he's like case we gotta call a lawyer because you're on the case i was like dude shut the Fuck up. Andrew and Case, the, great, great fucking guy. Yeah, great guy. And uh and, and then he goes into the dugout like after the game to celebrate, and everyone's like, dude, what are you doing here? He's fucked you up. went in the dugout. Yeah, like he he fell off. So he was he was like on those like wooden benches that have like five levels, and he tried to get off and he just fell off like face first. <laughs> oh my he grabs God. his phone and his phone's upside down. It, it, it was a sight to see. Like, I, I couldn't believe this was like a real human getting kicked out of IBL games. It's crazy. This might just be a Guelph Royals podcast, eh? <laughs> that was a wild move. It was a wild move. No more IBL, though, talk. I fucking hate that league. Fuck those motherfuckers in there, besides Connor Morrow and a couple others. But, uh, yeah. So, anyways, boys, obviously, Nightmare Fuel Week. Weekend, I guess you could say. Jays are we've poverty. A, we've had a bad week, man. The sweaters and... Now Jays are poverty. Jays I are kind of love the sweaters, man. It's such, it's so funny. <laughs> it's kind of like people would ask, like, where the fuck did you get that? Right? <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Maybe we'll auction it off. Mm-hmm. Three we should. Three. We like should. A, like, a, like a vintage An card. NFT. Yeah, well, NFT it. Yeah, we're in the we're NFT game. NFT world. NFT nerds. But anyways, any final <laughs> words, J.R. Avery? No, let's let's hope uh, we have a better week. Um, hopefully. Fire is ass. Yeah, hopefully people are... Uh, Sleeping well, because I know Johnny isn't. Nope. (laughs) I will not be. Love you guys. Thank you guys for listening.